Let's welcome everybody out today to a brand new episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. My name's Chris Hollifield. And I'm TJ Heidenreich. How you doing, TJ? Are you... What are you thinking of being on the podcast? Getting acclimated, man. I'm learning all the tips and tricks from the pro over here. So, yeah, you know, I know it takes a while sometimes to, uh, you know, figure it out and yeah. kind of get. But you're, I, I, dude, I love doing it with you, man. Man, I love doing it with you too. It's been a, it's been a riot. Awesome. Today on the podcast, Scott Stevenson. He was a lot of fun to chat with. He is uh, known as the Silver Dollar Man. He is the marketing director at Title One. Yep. And uh, I've gotten to know him through the Utah Podcast Coalition, which we talk about in this episode as well, kind of uh, give some information about that and how we met up and, and whatnot. But such an interesting guy. So you're going to want to make sure to listen to this uh, episode. IamSaltLake.com is the website for this uh, podcast. Head on over there if you want to uh, listen to all the back catalog of episodes, if you want to uh, connect with us. Um, you can go to IamSaltLake.com. Everything is on the website, and I know we'll be revamping the website uh, with some changes with the podcast and everything, but how can people get a hold of you, TJ? Like, what's your Instagram phone number? I don't know. How, yeah, for how, sure. The- for sure. You guys can connect with me at TJ Mortgage on Instagram, and then uh, or you can give me a call anytime. My number is 801-694-1733. Awesome. Awesome. Let's get into this conversation that we had with Scott Stevenson. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, everybody. Uh, let's get into it. Let's do it. Well, first of all, Scott Stevenson, the Silver Dollar Man, which we're going to get into here, <laughs> yeah, right. uh, and find out where you, where you got that beautiful nickname. <laughs> okay. um, but so you were in the warranty business before. Well, so how did know, that, let's start there. I mean, what, okay. Well, uh, you know, initially I was in the property and casualty business. You know, I was with uh, Nationwide Insurance for about thirty, thirty one, well, thirty six years. Okay, thirty six years. All back in, uh, you know, the East Coast, you know, Maryland's my home. Uh, my kids are out here, though, in Utah. And so I made the – I sold my business in 2017, uh, came out here, and I just kind of threw my resume out like, hey, you know, well, you know, right. see where it lands. Yeah. And uh, so I thought I'd stay in property and casualty, but there was a home warranty company that was being uh, formed by a couple of real estate agents. And um, – and so they got a hold of my resume. I still remember I was. I was in the parking lot of McDonald's, and they called me and says, hey, we're come in for an interview and go over here to the Red Iguana. And we had lunch, and, um, and uh, I said, well, why not? You know, hey, still insurance. And um, so I spent a couple of years with them, and then when the pandemic hit, they um, closed their doors. So Title One happened to be the company that – one of the companies that I was working with uh, at the time, probably 50, 60 title companies. And, uh, but I liked Title One, and I liked their people. I liked their philosophy, and so I, um, so I went there first just to tell them don't send me any more business. And, uh, <laughs> and so after I told them that, then uh, one of the owners said to me, he said, so what are you doing? And I said, well, I don't know. I've only been unemployed for three hours. So he said, let's talk. <laughs> so now you're at Title. So you just you've only been there a couple of years. Yeah, then. two years. Two years next month. What is your role at Title One? Like, I, mean, I mean, I see you there, but I don't yeah, even know what I'm you the do. executive director of marketing. Okay. So uh, you know, I'm over every aspect of how the company is marketed, and one of them, of course, was podcasting. How I met you. Yeah. No, that's how we met. Uh, yeah. I remember you and Steph brought me in to talk about the Utah Podcast Coalition, <laughs> yes. which. I want to get into, uh, obviously, in this, in this because, I mean, it's a wonderful thing what you guys have yeah. created over there. Yeah, thank you. Is that kind of always something you've done then is marketing? 
Well, you know, I've been in sales, if you want to okay. call it that, you know, basically my whole life. I'm kind of like a born salesman, you know. I started selling when I was a kindergarten age. You know, I wanted to be the teacher's pet. And uh, so I, I became a teacher's pet in kindergarten, first, second, third. Fourth grade wasn't so good. Fifth, sixth, seventh, you know, all the way up. So, <laughs> I had an off year, you know. But you know, we all we're all born salesmen. We're all selling. Right. Uh, some we, of us are better than others. Yes, though. some are more natural, but in a in a generic way, all of us are salespeople in the sense that we're trying to sell ourselves sure. to somebody. It could be to, to, to a mate. It could be to, you know, a business. It could be to have friends. You know, it's all somewhat marketing. Did you have to shift your sales mentality coming from more East Coast to oh. here? Yeah. Well, you know, that's one of the things that uh, is definitely different here. You right. know, I'm a little more aggressive type of salesman. Yeah. And, um, and some people like that and some people don't. But I always remember the comedian. I can't remember who the comedian was, but they were talking. This comedian was people said to this comedian, "You've you know you reach big time. So many people have you know just love you." And uh, and he said it right. He says, "Well, I don't need everybody to love me. I just need like five percent. And if five percent love me, then that's a huge audience." Yeah. So um, and I always remembered that. So you know you can't be uh, everything to everybody. You just be who you are, in my opinion. Right. And uh, whoever likes that likes it, and if they don't. Well, they don't. So what is your day-to-day duties then besides, I mean, well, you do the podcast. I mean, you're doing five podcasts. I don't know how you guys do that many podcasts. <laughs> I have a hard enough time doing one podcast. Well, you know, my role and responsibility every every day is to um, market Title I to, to make uh, them known. And I think when I first came to Title I, I said, look, uh, you know, Title I is a local company. We only have one office in Sandy. And uh, I said, you know, the main goal that I have is to put um, put us on the menu. And what does that mean? Well, if you get a menu and it gives you five items and you're not one of those five items, you know, when you go to a <laughs> when you go to a restaurant, they mm-hmm. give you a menu. You don't order steak if you're in Chinese, you know, restaurant. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's not on there. Mm-hmm. So you can't order it. So my philosophy has always been you have to be on the menu. Yeah. So uh, I need to put them on the menu. And that's kind of how I see things. So we do that in, I do that in every single way I possibly can. So how are you? I mean, you're doing podcasts, social media. Yeah, we're doing social media, which, you know, I'm an older guy. I'm not that old, but I'm an older guy that is adverse to social media. I think a lot of older people, by by older, I mean boomers, maybe, um, this is really uncomfortable for them. I think it's a little bit uh, uncomfortable for most boomers because we were kind of taught to be um, humble. Yeah. I mean, not, you know, not point yourself out all the time, but social media in today's world is a little more like that. And so it's a little more aggressive in putting yourself out there. So it's a little better for me coming from the East Coast because you have to stand out. And uh, here it's a little more laid back. Yeah. So, um, so I have a tendency to stand out a little bit. People remember me a little bit more because I'm a little more aggressive in how I say things. I mean, I don't have any problem telling people I think we got the best title company because we do. And if I didn't believe it, I wouldn't be working for them. Yeah. Right? That's just how I feel. And then you have all the classes that you guys do in your we, basement. In fact, I just left a class. We hold classes, education classes there. We fill uh, the room. We, we invested uh, heavily in our 
conference room. We have, you've seen it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, it's one of the, uh, anybody who comes in and teaches there always tells me this is the best place to teach in the Valley. And um, so you have to invest some money and they were willing, the owners were willing to do that. So we have a lot of education classes. We have people who love to come in and teach because, of course, they get exposure. We have a lot of people who just like to teach. I had yeah. lunch yesterday with a with a great guy who um, usually charges a lot of money to teach, and um, but we can't pay that kind of money. <laughs> but uh, so I said to him, well, you know, we don't have the kind of money to pull you in here. And he goes, yeah, but I like to teach in your local and uh, so he's he's going to teach for us. So we have oh, a lot cool. of teachers that come in that just like to teach. I mean, that's their love and passion. And if you're able to fill the seats for them, uh, particularly with real estate, there are so many aspects. You know, you've got the loan side and you've got the title side and you've got real estate and mm-hmm. um, the market's cha- ever changing. There are just so many things to talk about. Uh, and then you've got online companies now competing with, the, you know, your – your supposed, you know, old fashioned brick and mortar type of businesses. And I find it fascinating. I love it. Every single day I get up and I'm never, I'm never tired. You're never bummed out that you have to go to work. No. Yeah. I always look forward to it and I love the people I'm working with. And I just, in general, I just love people. Sure. I just really do. Let's, uh, the, the podcast that you guys do, yeah. do you know the names of all five that you do? Yeah, sure. Like, well, <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. You know, maybe you didn't know all of them. You just kind of show man. up, right? <laughs> so what, what, well, I don't do any of the technical stuff. All I do is sit and talk. Well, no, I mean, so, so, I mean, were you into podcasts or anything no. before Steph hit you up? No, I mean, no, I didn't know anything about podcasting. I knew absolutely nothing. Although I had people, you know, uh, later on in life would say to me, I thought you were going to, you know, you just seem like you'd be somebody going into broadcasting. Well, you do. And I just kind of go, well, just never happened. You know, I got married, had a bunch of kids and I had to feed my family. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I was doing whatever I could do, you know? So, uh, no, I didn't know a darn thing about podcasting. So when I went to, to title one and started with title one, uh, Stephanie was kind of working there part time and they had a podcast system that was, you know, just in its infancy, Stephanie had. So some, the studio was all set up. No, no, it wasn't there. The okay. studio was not set up at all. So we they, we were doing podcasts out of just different conference rooms. Then kind of like we're doing here today. Yes, exactly. Yeah, uh, kind of a makeshift kind of thing for the time being. And then, um, you know, Stephanie made a commitment to um, full time work. In fact, I remember I was sitting next to her and and uh, one of the owners who happens to be her father uh, said to me, yeah, uh, Stephanie's working part time. And I said, what? What are you talking about, Stephanie? And she goes, well, and I said, come on, man, when are you going to commit 100 percent here? And uh, so she did right there. Yeah, that's how. And then we just kind of formed a team. Stephanie's great to work with. We formed a team. She's got the technical skills and she's just wonderful to work with. And then we built that podcast room. We invested money in it, the sound, you know, the the, 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 the walls, sound panels, the and, sound panels and everything and the, yeah. the equipment, the table, the well, it's um, a beautiful room. Yeah, it's a it's a great room. And it's really designed, we have five podcasts because they're they're designed in, in a lot of different ways. So one of them we call Stunning. Do you want me to go through these podcasts? Let's do it. Which I was on. I was on, you were Stunning. on Stunning with us. And Stunning is designed for uh Anyone, uh, mostly in the real estate industry or loan officers or anyone, any other professional uh, that would like to use the studio and our time to promote who they are. That's where you're going to get TJ in there. Yeah, exactly. There you go. We could have TJ in there. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, so it's a, I, 
I just think it's a it's a great opportunity for any professional uh, in the industry to come in, sit down, and tell about who they are. And people, um, you know, people are twenty four hour animals now. So a lot of people could be sitting at midnight, and they pull up the podcast, a uh, stunning podcast that has your personality on there and who you are. And they can listen to it and they say, hey, you know what? I, I kind of like that, Chris. You know? Yeah, I think so, I'll hire him. Yeah, I think I might, I might be interested in doing business with that guy. So I think it's just a wonderful marketing opportunity for um, professionals and it's free of charge. We don't charge anybody to do it. We just – we do it for a couple of reasons. Of course, it helps get our exposure. But, you know, we like to give to the community. Sure. Help out, you know, get people exposed. All right, we're going to take just a minute now and talk about one of our awesome sponsors. Remember, guys, when you support any of our sponsors of this podcast, you're directly supporting the show. So thank you to those that are uh, using our sponsors and supporting them. Uh, UtahMarijuana.org is your number one spot for all things medical marijuana, medical cannabis, CBD, and THC. UtahMarijuana.org's team of medical cannabis experts, they're going to make getting your medical card easy. From your first office visit to navigating the state card application and beyond. With over 20 compassionate and highly skilled qualified medical providers ready to help you find relief, you won't have to search for a doctor that's willing to recommend cannabis treatment for you. The patient experience team at utahmarijuana.org is dedicated to helping you get all the way through the process so you can get your medicine legally. And right now, Listeners of this podcast, you guys have an exclusive discount code that you can use uh, for your first visit, Green25. It's going to save you $25. It's going to let them know you're a listener of the podcast, and it's going to uh, you know, let them know you're a supporter of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. So again, that code is Green25. Uh, their website, utahmarijuana.org. Go check it out. And many thanks to uh, utahmarijuana.org for being one of our awesome sponsors. So you do stunning. What are the, you got the other ones we have? We have the Utah uh, real estate podcast, which is probably our more formal podcast, which, you know, we've had state senators on there. We've had uh, government officials. We had the UDOT talking to us about transportation here several weeks ago. We had land and water. I just listened to that. episode. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. yeah good episode. Very informative and, on yeah. about, uh, you know, our water issues yeah. here in Utah. And the design of that particular podcast is more technical and I think for anybody in the state of Utah who's kind of wanting to find out where Utah is going as far as real estate and, and any of the other associated uh, aspects of a growing economy, uh, that's a great podcast for them. And that's who it's designed for. So that's the Utah Real Estate Podcast. And then we have what's called nominations. Nominations started because we picked three or four professionals that we knew that we thought would be great guests. And we brought them in, and as soon as we finished the podcast with them, and they talked about their life and their background and history, and uh, we brought them in. And then uh, at the very end, we said, so who, you, who would you nominate? Who's a great person to have here on this podcast? And we just put them on the spot, and they would name somebody, and then we go after them. Sometimes they've named people that we can't get. But we has that happened? It has. Happened. I've actually wondered that when I've listened to that it's show. I'm like, I wonder if they, you know, we've had that happen before. But I say we've had that happen, but it's never over until, as Yogi Berra said, it's never over until it's over. So you know, <laughs> the podcast is still going on. And so yeah. their names are always out there that we'll try to get. But I'm really proud, though, because Stephanie is like a fearless. 
She'll yeah, just call she just up anybody. She'll call anybody and get She'll call up anybody. And uh, yeah. in fact, we had, I thought it was comical. We had a state senator on there up north. And, and uh, at the end, we went to his house and set up our stuff. Okay. And um, so as we left, he said, uh, I don't really do these very often. And Stephanie said, well, why'd you do this one? And he says, well, you sounded so scared that I. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But I think that was just Stephanie's charm yeah, that yeah. Uh, won him over. So, so that's three podcasts. Yep. Then we have, uh, we also have what's called house shouts. So any real estate agent that comes into title one that has somebody that settles, uh, we can bring them back into the podcast room. We call it house shouts. And we talk to the brand new homeowner and just ask them, how was your experience? Usually they've just, you know, they've just closed. They're excited. Uh, they usually talk about their uh, loan officer and they talk about their uh, real estate agent. They don't talk about the title company, which is fine with us because <laughs> it's really designed to um, promote um, the real estate agent and the um, loan officer. And so then we put that out there and now there's a marketing tool for the loan officer, a marketing tool for the agent and it's a great memory for the um, the people, sure. you know, that have that have closed. No, I remember hearing about that podcast, and I was like, "That is a brilliant idea." Do you find people? Some people are kind of a little nervous to want to do that, though, because that, that's what I was wondering. I was like, "I wonder if like they run into like obstacles of <laughs> of trying to get people to talk on the microphone, right?" Well, it is sometimes, yeah, and then we don't force anybody to do it. So you know, we might ask somebody, and as they finish their closing, "Hey, would you like to come back and do a little shout out?" Uh, house shout, we call it. I'm sorry. Uh, house shout, uh, and just kind of tell your experience. And some people go, I'm not comfortable with that. And that's okay. But we, we have plenty that will come back and they're just so excited that they've got into their home that they just want to tell the world. And this gives them an opportunity to do it. I mean, hey, you know, when you go on a podcast like that, you know, their aunt, uh, Louise that's in Louisiana can listen to, sure. uh, listen to it. So I think it's a great thing. Now I could, I could imagine those episodes aren't very long no. though, right? Like no, five minutes, yeah, probably. five, 10 minutes at the max. And, and, and that's it. And th none of it's prepared. I mean, you just walk in and say, Hey, how was your experience? And then yeah. they go. Sure. And so it's fun. And then you do a podcast like the Silver Dollar Man yeah, or something like I that, do. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Silver Dollar Showboat. Okay. Uh, so with Silver Dollar Showboats, it's just me as the host. Uh, the other ones are all co-hosts. Uh, but I do that all by myself. And um, I call it Silver Dollar Showboats because Silver Dollar is my name here. And okay, so where'd the name come from before? Well, just before I tell you that, okay, I'll tell you okay, the showboat. Okay, cool, cool, cool. The back end of that is the Silver Dollar Showboat. And showboat comes from when I was a kid. You know, the other kids would call me showboat because they thought I was a hot dog sometimes in my athletic pursuits and stuff. <laughs> and I was. Uh, I actually liked the uh, nickname. So, you know, I still have a trophy at home from when I was a kid. says to showboat. So I called it Silver Dollar Showboats because it's to me, it's the people that stop you when you uh, see them. I mean, they're, they're those kind of people. You know, they walk into a room and um, they're showstoppers. You know, if you were, hey, Chris, if you were out here and you were, you saw, a, well, wouldn't be here, but, you know, you out 
on a river and you saw a showboat go by, you used to stop and look at it, right? Maybe I'd see one here. I don't know. It's <laughs> a possibility. Down but, the Jordan Canal yeah, or something, yeah, right? Jordan River, right? There. Yeah, Jordan that's River. right. Right on the Jordan River there. Uh, you know, you it's the kind of thing where people stop and look at it because it's it looks beautiful. Sure. And uh, so that's that's the premise behind Silver Dollar Showboats. Now, you want to know where I got the Silver Dollar from? Yeah. So this, the story behind the silver dollar, so everybody calls me the silver dollar man. In fact, it's it's quite comical to me because I could be in a parking lot somewhere and somebody will yell out, hey, silver dollar man. They don't know my name, but they know I'm the silver dollar man. <laughs> That's so a I, good nickname, though, that people remember it, though. Well, it is. I, I will tell you, I, I can't tell you how many people have said, I don't even know how you you came up with that. That's the brilliant, most brilliant marketing uh, I've ever seen. Because, of course, I give out a silver dollar to everybody that I've I do business two. with. All right, guys, we're going to take just a minute now and talk about one of our awesome sponsors. I love talking about these guys because I love uh, getting a nice haircut from the Salt Lake Barber Company. Actually went there last week to get a haircut for my boy Isaac over there. He has been doing an awesome job. He's been cutting my hair for six, seven years now. Go there and uh, get cleaned up. They're located at 10 East 800 South, right close to downtown Salt Lake City. They offer haircuts, beard trims, straight razor shaves. They are a true community barbershop, and they focus on providing the best work environment possible and allowing barbers to always provide the highest quality experience while in the chair. They do take walk-ins if they're available, but do as I do. Get yourself a guaranteed appointment by heading over to saltlakebarbercode.com. You select your barber, the services that you want, and you have a guaranteed appointment. That way there's no waiting around or showing up and saying, oh, guys, I can't get you in. But uh, anyway, saltlakebarberco.com is their website. And many thanks to the Salt Lake Barber Company for being one of our awesome sponsors. So where that comes from is, is that uh, long ago in a galaxy far away, I served a uh, mission for the LDS Church in Argentina. Okay. And so we, I had American money on me when I went down, as did the other missionaries, but I had a 1974 um, Eisenhower silver dollar in my pocket. So they took all our money away because they didn't want us to be robbed on the streets, but I kept this silver dollar. So I had it in my pants the whole time. It actually wore a hole in every single pair of pants I had because it was heavy. And after time, right. it, it would wear a hole and it would drop out, and then I'd have to get another pair of pants. But I used to pull it out in a lot of these uh, poor neighborhoods. I mean, you know, I'd go to neighborhoods where they had dirt floors and no running water. And I'd pull the silver dollar out, and all these little kids would come running, and, you know, they would be oohing and aahing about it and— I, I, it was just, uh, you know, a, a kind of a, a great moment in their little lives uh, of seeing something never seen before. So it took on a significance for me, uh, the silver dollar, that, um, you know, everybody's equal. Sure. You know, little kids, president of the United States, congressman, who cares? Everybody should be treated equal. And so that is what the silver dollar means to me. So I had several sons, three sons actually, that also went on missions for the LDS Church, and I gave them a silver dollar uh, to each one of them, and I told them, boys, when you go out, you remember who you are. Every person is equal in the eyes, in your eyes, and remember that you represent my family and that we need to be kind. And um, ever since then, that's what it has represented to me, equal value. So the guarantee I give with it is uh, I will always value you. I will always 
value your clients and I will always value our relationship. In my mind, I don't care whether somebody's doing one piece of business with Title I or whatever I'm in in my life uh, or a hundred everybody should be treated equally well. Absolutely. Cool. And I love it. I mean, like uh, you, like I said, I got two of them and you know, they come in a nice little plastic yeah, container <laughs> type That's perfect cool. little thing, but it's yeah. a great little marketing thing too. Yeah, it is. Um, but back to these podcasts, cause I'm very intrigued by it. And, and that's kind of even what I want to spotlight on this podcast is, is it helping you do you think it helps Title One bring business? Oh, Do you, I, I mean, even for other businesses listening, it's like, should they start podcasts as a marketing tool? Uh, 100%. Yeah. There's just absolutely no question in my mind that podcasting is, uh, well, it's exploding. You know, you've been around for whatever, how <laughs> yeah, long? 10, 10 years now. 10 yeah, years yeah. now. And um, you can see podcasting is is really kind of coming out of the shadows. And uh, and when I say shadows, I don't mean it hasn't had its place. I just think that businesses um, would be well advised to take advantage of that platform. Um, because there are a lot of people that are that have time to that will listen to podcasts and don't particularly when they're driving or running or whatever that don't need something visual but need something stimulating um you know on an audio level and um there is absolutely no question in my mind that anybody who listens to our podcast is going to be is going to remember it and know who title one is and um so Yes, I would say it would it would be surprising to me if ten years from now every major business didn't have some sort arm. Of, yeah, some sort of podcast yeah, or some, something. Some sort of podcast. Exactly. Yeah, no, I think the way you guys do it is brilliant. You know, and then and then uh, with the Utah Podcast Coalition. Yeah, and and I just want to give this plug even right now. We meet at Title One the third Thursday of every month, yeah. six o'clock. What's the address of Title One Two for people listening? Do, 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 <laughs> Where's my business card? Well, we it's we can't give him addresses. Okay, okay. You know how that was getting yeah. him here. <laughs> That's true. That's, That's a good. True. Scott had a little bit of a difficulty finding that. Well, it's well, on thirteen hundred right. East. 1300 it's about ninety four hundred South. Yeah, uh, yeah. thirteen hundred East. And um, I mean, we yeah we, yeah, meet, we meet every month. Uh, yeah, every month the it's third exploded. Thursday, and you know, interestingly enough, that started out because um, of a podcast, of a podcast with Tony. Yeah, Tony Acosta was a real estate agent. He was doing um, a podcast with us, and uh, we just started talking about you know what are the group of podcasters in the area? What are they doing? When do they meet? And we didn't really know, um, and so Stephanie and Tony just said, "Well, why don't we just start one?" And Which of course, I'm grateful you did. Yeah. Well, thanks. And I, you know, of course I just said, well, why not? What the heck? And so that was what, a year, year plus, not that long, a year and a half ago, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and you were one of the first people we contacted. And I remember hearing stories that she was like, oh, I was nervous to contact. I was like, wait, <laughs> little old me, you know, but, and I yeah. know I was skeptical of it at first. I know, I know. I mean, <laughs> you know, this uh, you, remember the meeting, you remember we were in the meeting, you were about ready to walk out of the room because we, you know, we had some requirements that we were going to well, do. Well, I was a little, I was like, I don't know, man. These guys, <laughs> what do they need? Like these requirements. I was like, who are these clowns? Right? Like, like I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, cause here's the thing over the last 10 years of doing this show, I've seen people come and go in podcasting. Yeah. All these people that want to start groups up and do all these things. And it's like, okay, here goes another one. Here's a, here's another person that wants to do it. Right. But you guys took off and you guys, you know, really, uh, it's, 
the consistency I think is what has made it successful. Yeah. I, you know, and, and kudos to Steph, uh, uh, who actually is the one that she's the president, you know, I'm the vice president only because I'm the marketing guy from title one. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you're on the board and we've got a, uh, you know, we've got a good group of, of podcasters that are dedicated and put time into it. And, uh, any podcasters that are out there, you ought to come. Or, or future podcasts. Or future yeah. podcasts. There's a lot Anybody of people that come that, yeah. that haven't started one yet. They haven't started at all. And, you know, we, you know how much fun we have, Chris. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's not only informative because we have usually a speaker there, and Chris has, has addressed this one time at one of our meetings, and we have a good time. And um, I, I think anybody who wants to start a podcast, that's the place you want to be because you want to have that kind of support around you because it's real easy to drop the ball once you get started on something yeah. like that. Yeah. Just like you say, these well, groups come and go. And then I love how you guys have integrated social media into some yeah. of the, some of the class or some of the you know months or meetups, and with reels and staying yeah. up on Instagram, which is important for all business owners really Absolutely. to stay up on. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I know we even talked about reels and stuff like that in one of our I Am Salt Lake business, uh, which you're invited to now that you've been on the podcast, Scott. It's, oh, thank it's, you. It's this new uh, group I've created. Uh, for people that have been on the podcast, uh, whether uh, at any time frame over the last 10 years. So if you're listening right now, if you've been on the podcast, reach out to me because I'm, I'm, I need to reconnect with y'all. Uh, I, we're going to start. We, we did one monthly meetup. We're going to start doing it more often. And just a way to connect with everybody. Oh, fabulous. So anyways, Let we can talk know. off air of that yeah. one. But we have some Salt Lake City questions. We ask everybody okay. that comes through here, Scott. So, of course, we have to ask you. Sure. Which I know you'll keep talking about the east coast <laughs> where, where you, you're from maryland right maryland, maryland. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah yeah that's yeah. where I was, I was born in dc and a beautiful and area raised in maryland yeah. beautiful um so you know family and friends visit us from time to time yeah. they come to town i'm sure they say show me around scott yeah give me the salt lake tour give me the valley tour where do you take people to i mean is there like one or two things that you <laughs> like to show off when they come to town <laughs> Is this, yeah. is this this the first thing I show them is my basement, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but second, for, for real. Second, well, no, I, you know, honestly, because, you know, I got out here, you know, just about five years ago, I'm still trying to figure out what the heck is going on out here because, you know, I talk to people about, you know, I'm, I'm used to being like kind of like a museum, professional sport kind of guy, baseball, football. Uh, you know, in back east, you know, they have, you know, Gettysburg, uh, Philadelphia with the with the bell and and Williamsburg and there's like sixty zillion uh, museums plus DC. You can well, spend you got all the sports teams too. And all the sports yeah. teams. So I'm kinda used to that uh arena. So when I come out here, it's more like everybody is is fleeing to the mountains, you know, they're going up skiing, they're going hiking, they're going uh four wheeling, they're doing all these things. I don't have any of that experience, Chris. I'm like, um, if I was a young man, I would probably say, okay, I'll start going up and doing that things. But my wife and I, you know, we're now, you know, barely, you know, living. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't know. You guys need to tell me because honestly. Okay. Well, no, I didn't know. You know, some people, they're like, oh, you know, the temple downtown. Yeah. Well, or, yeah, you have Temple or, Square. Or, you, know, you know, I take people to the, you know, the Great Salt Lake or, yeah. or to Park City, you know. Well, so I like, yeah. Yeah. Or drive through the mountains. I don't know, Scott. Yeah. I, I drive through the neighborhoods, you know, and I just say, hey, look at that. And <laughs> you're like, I help 
close on that. Yeah, house, you're like, yep, that address right there. We had a title one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what were I your thoughts up. on the real estate market here when you came to Utah? Well, when I first came here to Utah, it was the two things that I thought. First of all, the market is a lot at the time mm-hmm. uh, was a, a, a lot less than it was in the East Coast. And second of all, what I saw was there just really wasn't multi-units. So, you know, there wasn't like a lot of. Uh, townhomes and things right. like that. And now, man, you drive around in the last five, six years, I mean, everything's just blowing up. That's yeah. all you see is townhomes. Yeah. 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 And we and honestly you know, need more of it too. And, and you know what? Uh, I think the important part about that is, is I know that's not the most desirable. Some people think it's not the most desirable, but look, uh, one thing I've noticed about Utah that is so different from uh, back East is that uh, Utahns stay in Utah. And part of that is because there's a culture here and uh, they marry fellow instaters. You know, I don't know how many people married their high school sweetheart. I mean, it's like a million of them. You know, they went to high school. Look at this guy. He's here. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, my high school, you know, as soon as everybody graduated, we all fled to all over the United States. But here in Utah, it seems like everybody just loves Utah and you know, they stay and go to one of the local universities and then they marry somebody from in-state and they marry from somebody in-state and then they stay and both sides of the families are here. And it's just a very, very family-centered uh, uh, state. Yeah. And that's unusual. And the other thing that's unusual that I, I think most people who grow up in Utah don't really think about is that Utah is a very young state. As far as people that live here or just a young state in a as young far as when it, you know, time. time. Okay. Yeah. So, right. you know, it got its statehood in what, 1896 or something Sounds like about that? Sounds about right. Yeah. About right around in there. So, what are you talking? 125 years? How many generations are in 125 years? Not very many. Couple. Right. So, everybody kind of knows everybody. You get in a room with, with anybody. I go up in front of real estate agents. I have 100 of them there, and I'll say, who's from the East Coast? Not one. I'll say, you know, who's from Colorado? You got a few there. You Mm -hmm. got some Dakota and Idaho and from California. But they're all from kind of around here. So there is this kind of like um, common thread. And everybody has some kind of connection that's going back in between – the the youngness of the state of uh, the the dominance of a religion in the culture you have a uh, a place where people know each other yeah i mean a guy could say i, I went to south high you know like 40 guys in the room raising oh yeah what year did you graduate you know <laughs> i say i went to springbrook high school oh, nobody you know yeah. back east they don't know you know it, it, they're just not anybody hanging around so it's an unusual it's an unusual environment good if you're coming from the outside it's good you recognize that but it's a little bit different than than you know say moving to you know arkansas or something it's know. interesting perspective i like that though you know i've never really thought about it from all those angles yeah well it's not uh you know some people say well what are you saying something negative no i'm not saying anything that i'm just saying that's just an observation. Yeah. It's nothing wrong. I think it's great. All my kids live out here now. They're raising their families. I think it's wonderful. And uh, more than likely, they'll end up marrying somebody from Utah and then both sides of the family there. And in the end, we all know it comes down to the family. I mean, that's really where your real joy is. Sure. Mm-hmm. And we had tons of people that would move. You know, I was in the Baltimore area the last 30 years and tons of people would move, uh, go to school in Utah. I mean, from Utah and go to school in Maryland. And they would say, we just love it here. But as soon as they were done with school, what do you think they did? 
Came back. He went right back. (laughs) What about... uh, Which says some great things about it. Do you have any favorite local eating spots? Like one or two places? One or two places as far as local... Well, you know, my kids always... uh, (laughs) My kids always make fun of me because, you know, they say, Dad, you know, get out of the... You know, get out of your rut, you know, get out into some specialty places, you know. But I'm just just like, yeah, I just like like Longhorn, you know. I just like, you know, (laughs) the the old traditional thing where I can go in. I have a booth, you know, my wife usually and I go to every time we go, we say, hey, (laughs) we want my booth, you know, back there. And (laughs) they go, okay, put those people back there. Uh, But, you know, it doesn't real special, but, you know, for us, it's special. Anytime I go out with my wife, it's special and it doesn't matter where I go. So I'm still trying to kind of learn the, the, the area and whatnot, but you know, I'm a happy man here. Actually. Sure. Sure. Yeah. What, what would you change anything about the area, the Valley, if you could? Uh, only one thing. What would you change? I would love to have just like a raging river running through. You there know, you go. <laughs> right, I, I, right through, you know, right through I-15, town. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, somewhere right around there. I mean, I have the Jordan River that's, uh, you know, not too far from my house, but you can jump across it. Yeah, you it's know? a little so, stream. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I'm just used to more water. So, you know, coming into the desert is uh, a little bit of a blow uh, in regards to just natural habitat, you know. Yeah. But, um, but other than that, you know, so, you know, my wife, you know, she gives me a lot of drinks, you know, hands me a bottle of water and says, here, quench your thirst and, <laughs> and your soul. <laughs> How can listeners of I Am Salt Lake connect with you, Scott? What's the best way to do that? I mean, besides coming into Title One and saying hello. Um, you mean in regards to like an email? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an email website where well, how can they connect with you? Yeah, I mean, what? Uh, well, uh, social media, you know, on uh, uh, Instagram, you can reach me at silver dot dollar dot man. Okay. And, uh, you know, my Title One uh, uh, email is scott at title one dot net. Awesome. And so, yeah, I'm more than happy to talk to anybody. Any of you lost East Coasters out there that want to just talk, you know, East Coast stuff? Contact. There you go. There you Contact go. Scott. <laughs> yeah. Anything you want to add before why we still have the recorder? Anything you want to add, TJ, or anything you want to ask Scott before we let him go? Any any final words of wisdom? Any thoughts? I don't know, Scott. Well, the only thing I can say is is that, you know, it's a it's a it's a rough and tumble world out there. I've been married to my wife for forty four years. We have five kids, and uh, you know, life is a roller coaster and and sometimes you don't want to be bailing out when it's down at the bottom. You know, the 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 way the world is is at, uh it's it, I guess, provides easy opportunity for people to think if life is hard, this is the time I get off the roller coaster. But, you know, in my uh, long life and uh, uh, marriage and family life is, uh, you know, when it gets down to the bottom, that's when you just buckle down and put your seatbelt on and and it'll go up and you'll be up at the top. You you It just is life. I mean, life uh, it will kick you around. And it isn't always the people. Sometimes they blame people that are in their life for kicking them around, but life will kick you around no matter what. You just buckle in, hold on tight, find a loved one. If you can find that person you can go through life with, it sure makes it easier. But that said, there's always those downtimes and just hang on. It'll, it'll go back up. I love it. Perfect place to end the podcast. Thank you, Scott, for sitting down with us. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. We'll have to bring you back through, you know. 
All right. Many thanks to Scott Stevenson for joining us on this episode of I Am Salt Lake podcast. Uh, remember to head on over to IamSaltLake.com slash 540. That's for episode 540, 540. with Scott. Uh, all the links to connect with him are there. Reach out to him. Let him know you heard him on I Am Salt Lake podcast and say, gosh, I really love that conversation um, that you had. And if you're looking to do a podcast, come to a Utah Podcast Coalition meetup uh, third Thursday every month at Title One there. And uh, anything you want to add, TJ, no, before man. we wrap I'm up? Ex- I'm excited. I'll be I'll be at the next one. First one ever for me. So uh, it should be fun. Dude, it'll be awesome. And maybe some of our listeners will be there. There I you go. Know. Yeah, come say hi. Uh, you can reach out to me on Instagram, Utah Realtor Chris on Instagram, or send me an email or give me a call. My number is 801-244-2908. Shoot me a uh, text. Let me know what you think of the podcast. How can people get a hold of you, TJ? Yeah, follow me on Instagram at TJ Mortgage or uh, sh- you know, uh, give me a call or shoot me a text, 801-694-1733. All right, guys, you have a great week. Get out and support local, and we'll see you on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast.